0: Welcome to the Footwear Insight Extra podcast from Formula 4 Media in Great Neck, New York. Formula 4 Media publishes vertical trade magazines, Outdoor Insight, Team Insight, Textile Insight, and Footwear Insight with related digital publications, Team Insight Extra twice monthly, Textile Insight Extra once a month, and Footwear Insight Extra on Wednesdays. Now it's time for the latest podcast. We are speaking today with two executives from Weave Wearables based in Vancouver, British Columbia, and San Diego. And joining me today here are General Manager and Vice President of Marketing Aaron Tremble, a former 11-year veteran of Hewlett-Packard, who comes from a family of entrepreneurs in software, manufacturing, and home goods. He co-founded a company that pioneered the use of machine learning from its music discovery and had early career roles in e-commerce and in television production. And he's joined by Chris Bellamy, who heads partnership engineering at Weave and previously developed electric vehicles for Jaguar Land Rover. Weave's an interesting story, having raised over twelve million dollars in venture funding since its inception five years ago, and it has grown its direct to consumer and partnership since its initial custom fit insoles from your smartphone product launch. Uh, welcome to both of you. Maybe first you both of you could address the provider listeners with a brief overview of how Weave came to be and where it stands now in the customized insole market and you know what are you currently producing and where you're producing it.
1: Hey Bob this Aaron and I can jump in here and then perhaps Chris can can add some color. Uh, we've both been with Weave for a number of years and it's been a great a uh, great ride and experience for us. The, you know, the origin of the company comes from our, our two co-founders Shamil and LV who were very interested, I might even say fixated on 3D printing and were looking for ways that 3D printing could be used to improve human potential. And after looking at the marketplace, uh, they found footwear was a really ripe category that there were some interesting innovations occurring and that there was an appetite for that kind of technology in its in its applications. So they set about developing both uh you know traditional as well as orthotic insole prototypes and that led to our our first generation of products which then um, expanded into a very successful kickstarter campaign that set a record in its category at the time and then that technical capability and team was then used to develop a a a custom fit a 3d printed sandal and that opened up our portfolio of products off product offerings which led to a, a scalable and compelling business and that brought us here where we are today Ah, uh, with a customization as a service platform. And essentially the the value proposition is, you know we can take any foot care or footwear uh, brand and allow them to introduce customization as a service to their product portfolio with three d printed, individually customized footwear. Chris, any particular color that you'd like to add?
2: We launched our first product at the start of 2015 and ever since then the products have just been improving, refining, getting better as our technology has been improving and all the services and the techniques and methods that we use have been catching up with us and improving as well. So it's very much a continuous process and we really believe that the products we're creating can deliver on that vision that Shamil and Elfie had, that they can make the most of human potential and to uh, really improve people's lives.
0: True that XYZ running shoe brand could team with your company and uh, they could have uh, for their running shoe customers uh, a service available when they purchased a pair of shoes or whatever, an in, you know, a marketing piece inside the box saying they you know to get a custom insole for your high performance XYZ brand running shoe go on this website, and then you'll have it shipped to you? Is that, is, that, is that a model that you would consider doing?
1: Absolutely. In fact, there are a couple of key ways to work with us. And one of the reasons is we're still in an emerging market. And you know there are a number of different aspects of the market, whether it's foot care, footwear, or, or direct-to-consumer brands who, who are interested in using this type of capability. So if you are looking to sell custom products, an easy starting point is to simply partner with us to sell we've branded products from our existing portfolio that would include uh, a variety of insoles as well as sandals or open-toed footwear. And we like that because you can have that familiar sort of comfortable feeling that's individually made to you with your toes in or your toes out. But if you're a more sophisticated brand in the footwear space and you want to be able to apply those capabilities to products within your portfolio and have you know, your team of, of engineers and developers really put your signature on it. And then we provide that as a service as well. And the advantages are we have, you know, a fully integrated vertical uh, technology stack and supply chain that we like to call, you know, almost instant on. And that means that, you know, you can, you can provide custom fit components as a part of a footwear offering or foot care offering, um, you know, to your customers using our technology as an ingredient.
0: Would your company consider co-branding efforts with brands if they wanted to do something with your company, but they wanted their brand on the customized product as well?
1: Yes, indeed. And we've actually done that with, um, you know, both footwear and foot care partners in the world today. So we would love to be able to do that broadly uh, because we really look at ourselves as an enabler of of custom fit footwear uh, across the board so our products have been set
2: up uh, deliberately so that we can make unique products for different companies so each product is entirely digital so the shape of the custom 3D printed product is unique to each one but also the graphic on the top layer and how that it how the products are branded are also unique and and made every single time to the specification of the the brand or the customer that's ordered them. And so what that means is it's very easy for us to brand a product or co-create a product, whether that's purely aesthetic, or even to a more advanced level, uh, designing a product that's unique to their application or activity. So whether it's a running company or a ski boot or uh, anything like that, the product can be tuned to each of those individual brands and their requirements as well. So it's an entirely digital unique product every single time. I
0: wanna ask both of you just about the whole custom where componentry market. I mean, how does it, it seems like the market is getting more crowded with more brands offering uh, met devices or apps to measure your foot and customize? I could probably name a handful, if not more, of companies that are trying to get into this customized. Is it does it make it confusing for the vendor and the consumer? Or no, is it gonna are, are the, the the best companies that provide this product like your company gonna rise to the top and others fall away? Or how do you see the market going forward here in the next five years? Saying
1: yeah, I think Bob, this is Aaron. In a, at a big picture level, you know, markets evolve and. Innovation occurs in you know many times in in new companies or new ventures, and and I think the reason is it's easy to be very purpose driven and focused. You know when you're when you're a small company trying to do something new, so that's common. I think what we're seeing in footwear right now is a lot of technologies that were early on, you know, or early entrants a couple of years ago are becoming more and more mainstream. For example, we've seen that with some recent acquisitions in you know kind of the the major athletic shoe space, and we've seen that with offers from different market leaders where as more and more business becomes digital, like through e-commerce and apps, you know, the industry is trying to deal with ways of improving that customer experience, you know, first with fit, right? Making sure customers who buy online can find shoes that fit better. But also you know, in terms of the, the actual product itself and how it's made and how it performs, we're seeing more and more digital technologies there. So we think this is a trend that's here to stay. But we also find that you know many of these experiences are are, are very early on and they will continue to improve. And so we think we're at the very beginning of that process, right, where the, the, the mainstream adoption will evolve. We'll see some key technologies that work and become more common. You know, there'd be some consolidation perhaps. But ultimately, we think people will continue to have or to use. E-commerce or the internet as a primary way of of buying shoes and getting foot care, and that technologies will evolve to make that an easier, better experience, so that people can readily find solutions or, or shoes that work best for them. And the, what they get in the box will be more and more technologically advanced at a lower price, and that that trend will continue to accelerate. Chris, what's your view? Yeah, I think we customization
2: in a functional world, like we're doing. Uh, so all of our products are biomechanical optimized. We have a team of biomechanists in our company who who validate our products and how they work. Playing around with the the geometry and and shape underneath someone's foot is actually a very serious business. We can can do a lot of good, but we could also do a lot of harm if if we're not careful about what we're doing. And so really to to build out our technology, we've invested over $10 million in in building out our technology and all of the, the work that supports that. And so it's not something that a brand can easily jump in and do. And we envisage that, that Weave is going to become really, you know, the mark of quality custom fit of the future. Uh, similar to a, a Gore-Tex being waterproof or a Vibram having good good grip. We believe that Weave is, or we hope that Weave is going to become the brand that gives that good custom fit and, and that moniker that represents that.
1: Bob, I'll give you an example because this is, I think, kind of an exciting way that we view the world. You know, if you go into a shoe store or a big box store today, everything is generic. But we actually look at at our business as almost the footwear relationship platform of the future because there will be a world that comes uh, very quickly. I think this would be the the common experience for my kids at least where every time they get a pair of shoes, whomever they get those shoes from knows them ha- you know knows information about their feet, their biomechanics, knows the types of activities they're going to be using things for has some sort of purchase history. So they're using, they're utilizing feedback, right? So all these factors and your anatomy, your behavior, your activity, and your history become part of the way that, you know, sh- the, the, the shoe options or the footwear options are presented to you. So it's like, oh, every interaction is more personalized. And then the products can be made just for you or the stage of your life or activities you're pursuing. I think that is right around the corner for us. I think that level of personalization and that kind of direct relationship between a footwear brand and its end customers is really just a matter of a year or two away when you have a direct digital relationship like we enable.
0: Part of our audience at Formula 4 is the independent shoe store, the independent running shop, the independent outdoor shop. So in a way, having that data and being able to utilize it helps another another layer or level of customer service that they can offer their customers and providing them the proper fit.
1: Yeah, indeed, because I don't think that this is solely going to be owned by, you know, sneaker brands. I think that, and, you know, we're one of a number of companies, but there are many different players in this ecosystem who are also enabling retailers to have a direct relationship, right? So imagine you're a, a local running shoe store and you already have a loyalty program. So you're collecting, you know, names and emails from your top customers, Well, you can have a partner like uh, like us or others out there who will enable you to also collect, you know, foot data and preference information. And with, a, with the kind of value chain we have, then all of a sudden, uh, you know, a, a footwear retailer. Can start to offer custom fit as an upgrade to all of their shoes. And we actually believe that you can customize the product not just for the foot anatomy of the of the end consumer, but for the type of shoe it's going to go into and the way that shoe is going to be used. Ultimately, I think like one of the things that'll help this industry really become more mainstream and grow is when you have these sorts of turnkey capabilities that are also serving retailers because they're a really critical part of this in you know, this
0: ecosystem in the overall footwear market. What about the variations uh, I understand uh, from Chris that you've you've collected data from you have over 13 million data points on people's feet. If you can you share anything you found or discovered about that in Americans feet uh, that are that are today buying your product?
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, this came about when we we recently revamped our our insole product. So in june of this year we took all of the data that we had from our customers and we used that data to understand the anatomy of people's feet but also how they how their experience was with custom products what people liked what they didn't like but also where they lived how much they ran what they did what activity types and so on so we compiled all of that data and uh, used that to redesign and relaunch our our insole product in uh, June of this year
0: so Chris tell us tell me tell our listeners a little bit about the variations in feet that we have seen from over 13 million data points you've collected and also maybe each of you could discuss some of the interesting things you've seen in customization in the market so far
2: absolutely so back in June of this year we we set about revamping and and upgrading our insole based on our our four years of product sales and all of the the customer data and feedback that we gathered through that period and in total that talent up to around 13 million data points that we had to look at what we found was not only around people's geometric variations in their foot so not just length but width and instep and their art and we see great variations not only in the height of people's arches but where it's positioned on the foot and the actual shape of the arch itself but we also saw great variety in how people used their feet what their preferred activities were, how many people suffered from foot pain, and also people's own perceptions of their feet. So I think some of the uh, you know the most interesting things that we found as well were around the, the asymmetry of people's feet. So in fact, 36% of our of, of customers that we have uh, data on had one foot that was at least one size bigger than the the other. And then there are also some other lovely insights about people's understanding of their feet, which broadly people had a very poor understanding of their feet. Whether it was they thought they had high arches and they actually have low arches and and so on. I think one of the most amusing ones was we found that over 2 thirds of males overstate their shoe size while 40% of females understate their shoe size, which we found quite amusing. Uh, and actually that people with small feet overstate their shoe size more than people with large feet, which again is is a really fascinating understanding. Not that we not that we use that data a huge amount in our products, but we, you know, we're able to see those kind of insights from the data that we have. But what did we learn from from all those 13 million data points? Well, first of all, I think understanding the narrative of how people's feet and how much variation there is, whether you know, we've got an arch that's four millimeters high or an arch that's 20 millimeters high, whether it's an arch that's very far forward on the foot or very far back on the foot. And I think typically shoes are designed around their size, which is based off the length of people's feet. What you understand when you start looking at the data is there's so much variation in people's feet in whether it's the, the width or the instep or the arch and the shape of the arch. So, you know, a huge amount of that data shows the variation and we're able to cater to that uh, exactly with our custom fit. But it also taught us a lot about how people use their feet and, and actually quite shockingly how many people experience foot pain. Uh, You know, a huge number of uh, huge proportion of people experience foot pain and also a huge number of people are either wearing the wrong size shoes or have uh, one foot that is two or even three sizes different from the other foot. So I think the the main theme of what we saw is is variety, huge amounts of variety in people's feet and, and how they like to use them. And that's exactly what we're catering to. One thing I'd add
1: here is I think working in this business and in this industry has taught us a lot of really interesting things about human nature. And you don't always expect that you know, from the feet. But in this case, uh, people really don't know that much about their feet. In particular, you know, if you think about the measures that Chris shared, most people are really unfamiliar with that kind of detail uh, about the the shape of their foot and how it compares. And, you know, foot shape is, is really unrelated to foot size. And then you have the factor of asymmetry. We've seen that probably 80 to 90 percent uh, of our customers have asymmetrical feet. In fact, I talked to one guy at length who had two size difference, almost twenty millimeter difference between his two feet, and that just made his life incredibly complicated. But that's on the extreme end. You know, most people um, have uh, you know half a size or so, and and that means that if you're making shoes generically, that you're just not going to have as much comfort in those products. So. Really educating people about their feet and making it entertaining and helping helping them learn about how their foot shape impacts comfort has been a really
0: profound part of our company's mission. you, because I'm, we just at Footwear Insight, we just did a piece on talking to people in different work industries, nurses, firefighters, waitresses. And asking about, you know, where they bought their footwear and what they're looking for. And I don't think, like, you just, I don't think most of these people know that they could get a better customized fit for when they're on their feet all day than they, than they currently have. Uh, in terms of, uh, consumers, does the demand you think for customization, you talked about feet problems, stretch from Gen Zers and Millennials all the, all the way, all the way to the aging baby boomer set that obviously has more disposable income and obviously needs, uh, a better fit given they're perhaps more, Problems with their feet. Yeah,
1: Chris has helped us with some really interesting insights around this. You want to comment first? Absolutely. Yeah, we've we
2: surprisingly see a, a very broad demographic of customers who are interested in in our custom products. And one of the things that we track is the usability of our experience. You know, we want it to be as simple and easy to understand as possible. Because traditionally taking a scan of your feet and and creating a custom product is something that only a professional has been able to do. So us enabling customers to do that in the comfort of their own home has been a, a real challenge. And Something that we're we're very specialised in in making that user experience as simple as possible. And one of the things that we've we've seen is that from ages 18 up to 65, customers found our experience equally good. So that everyone rated it as, as good or excellent. And we found that there was no correlation between age and and usability, uh, which was really reassuring for us in the system that we've created. But also it was reflective of our, of our demographic as well, where we see a very even distribution from 18 to, to 64 or, or older. Who are using our products? And people would typically say that you know maybe it's the older generation who who require these footwear products, but actually we just see them as different categories. And we group people into into three main spaces. There's uh, the people who are seeking pain relief, people might, who might have plantar fasciitis or or pain from having flat feet. We see people who are seeking wellness and comfort, and that can be any age range of person as well. Um, and then finally we see people who are seeking performance, and that might be someone who's uh, who's an athlete who's seeking a uh, better fit or better proprioception. And when you break our customers down into those three categories, really those apply to any age of person.
1: I think the biggest driver, and this is Aaron here, uh, the biggest driver of purchase amongst our our current and early customers was more psychographics. these are people who, you know, decided that instead of buying yet another pair of shoes, right, instead of their 20th or 30th pair of shoes, that they'd actually rather buy into more comfort and that that comfort could be consistent across any shoe that they wore and that that was really well worth it and i I think it brings us it it sort of maps to our philosophy that the world does not need more products it needs better products and we've been pretty excited about being a part of that In, in the end our product is really not yet another insole but it's the story and the innovation and experience of how to, how to make your feet more comfortable with a better approach to foot care. So we, we work pretty hard to make sure that we, we map the story of how we make products into the psychographics of our customers who are actually looking for a more innovative approach.
0: And so finally today, I wanted to ask both of you if you could talk a little bit about the business case for custom. I know the increased demand, the increased order value, and the reduced returns by, I guess, people having the right product for their shoes.
1: Yeah, we're pretty excited about it. So I touched, this, uh, this is Aaron again, and I touched just now on kind of the individual business case. Like, you know, in your in your personal closet, right, instead of buying another pair of shoes, you you get comfort, and and then it's very easy to reorder. So you get the convenience of, of you know, modeling your feet on your mobile phone at home, and you get the product delivered right to you. And we think that's a really strong value proposition in comparison with traditional insoles or orthotics Right, which are just, you come in at a different price point and and a very different um, level of convenience. From a business standpoint, you know, for a, for a local shoe store, running shoe store or retailer, it's actually quite interesting because, you know, many of these folks are trying to find ways to bring customers into their store, or trying to find ways to bring customers to their website, you know, to compete with, you know, the likes of Amazon or others. And I think this is an interesting um, product offering there. First off, you know, we see, I think, I think, all of us are familiar with the the challenge of returns for footwear and e-commerce. And if you take the industry average of about thirty percent from the data we see, our return rate is a fraction of that amount. We're consistently in the in the mid to low single digits. And I think that really demonstrates the 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 power of individually customized products because they just fit better and customers are satisfied. The second thing is it, when it comes to our experience and the the end product that you get in and you know to put in your shoe, it's very high quality we've spent quite a bit of time curating every aspect of our experience from customer onboarding to capture to manufacturing and delivery. And our, our end product we think is, I think the most technologically advanced insole ever made. I would agree as with the sandal as well. It's a bit newer than the insoles. So, you know, we're, we're on a product evolution for both, but we're really excited about the quality of a final insole product there. And I think that results in higher satisfaction and loyalty. So if you're a, a retailer, you say, well, I've got a unique story. It's going to bring people into my store. Once they're here, I can engage them with something new and novel they can't find elsewhere i have an experience that reduces returns and increases satisfaction and and after i have that customer once then i have a direct relationship they don't have to measure their feet again because i've got their data um, I can continually give them new products, or you know, add products to, that they can put in their other shoes, and they end up being very satisfied. When it comes to the baseline economics, it is a premium product, so it's a it's a great margin boost uh, for retailers here. And I think that's a really powerful statement where you're going to have a, a tighter relationship with a happier customer and a stronger margin profile.
0: These retailers would be a conduit to we correct them. I mean, would they have to stock your inventory, or would they be you know the conduit that's providing uh, you know either the customers' information? They'd they're collecting the data, showing your product to their customers, and then directing them to you via a website or something, and then you're you fulfilling the order that way.
1: It, it, it's close. You know, We don't believe that there's a one-size-fits-all solution because it's a, it's a really big market, and so the needs of different types of retailers will vary. At the, at the simplistic level, we do have a measurement kit and an experience that can be quickly deployed at very little cost and so a retailer could have samples um, you know in her store and then have a kit that the customer purchases right there goes home measures their feet at home with their phone and can send a product um, to your door it's quite easy to even though our products are custom made on demand it's quite easy to set up samples and merchandising in a way that helps you know helps the end consumer really believe in what they're seeing and tell that story so we're prepared to do that. But, you know, if a, if a retailer, for example, might have multiple locations, they have a little bit more uh, capacity for innovation, then we're also able to deploy you know, scanning solutions in store. For example, we have a, a strategic relationship and a technology relationship with uh, Volumental, which we think is one of the best in class players for in-store scanning as well as artificial intelligence around feet and that's a very comprehensive approach so for major chains or bigger players a lot of them are are either looking at or investing in those sorts of comprehensive data driven solutions for their whole business so we're able to to integrate at the uh, kind of higher end of the market there as well and there's some things in between we've done so for, perhaps if you know retailers are more interested in using you know mobile devices or they're not able to invest Holistically, there are things that we've designed in that space, too. So we're trying to take a more um, kind of solution-oriented mindset to the needs of individual customers, depending on where they are.
0: I'm sorry, that would apply to, and again, I just want to make sure it would apply to outdoor specialty, running specialty, and independent shoe stores, correct?
1: Absolutely. Uh, we have really substantial customer traction, obviously, in, in athletic markets, in any of the um, you know boot markets, in particular, hiking boots, Uh, utility boots and uh, snow sports, and then general comfort footwear, uh, athletics or or leisure lifestyle type footwear. Um, Those would be the markets where we've seen the strongest adoption. And, you know, some specialty places that are, for example, around, uh, I mentioned uh, snow sports, ice sports, an and occupational type footwear where people are working on their feet, uh, we tend to deliver great benefits in those categories.
0: Is there anything in the product pipeline you're working on developing that, to introduce later in 2020 or early 2021?
2: We're, uh, we're really focused now on, now we've developed our own products and our own technology, our big focus is on sharing that with partners. So all of our projects in the pipeline are actually being co-developed and, and co-created with partners. You should be seeing some weave technology coming out in other companies' footwear products and, and it being integrated in there. But no 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 products from the weave pipeline itself right now
1: we do want to really kind of continue the trajectory we've been on if you rewind back to what chris shared at the beginning of this chat in 2015 we launched our first prototype insole and then we've really evolved quite a bit you know what what an insole can be, you know, much more technologically advanced. Then we applied that technology to to sandals in the form of a, a flip-flop that was custom made with an individually customized arched toe post and an adjustable strap. And we actually view ourselves as really opening up a whole class of custom fit footwear at large. And we want to be components and enablers inside of all types of shoes at the same time. So that takes us kind of deep into the footwear market because we can work within all types of shoes. Uh, the other thing I'd add, is this isn't necessarily just about footwear right when you think about how people care for their feet half of the top causes or you know two of the four most severe causes of of foot discomfort actually relate to skin and so we see opportunities to develop kind of personalized foot care regimens that are based on not just your foot anatomy but you know other conditions of the foot or other activities you might participate in and we're pretty excited about you know about that you know as a relationship with customers as well and once you have that direction relationship and the data, there are many, many things you can do with it. And, and we're really aggressively innovating in those spaces.
0: Well, great. Thanks to both of you. I've been speaking with um, Aaron Trumbull and Chris Bellamy from Weave Wearables in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And you've been listening to a podcast from Formula 4 Media and Footwear Insight in Great Neck, New York. I am Bob McGee. Forget so about what you're seeing in the overall customization market. Is that what you want to talk about, Chris?
2: Oh, yes, that would be great. So we're seeing a, a real boom in the interest in customization from consumers. People are becoming a lot more discerning about their products. Buy. People really want to buy better products rather than more products. Um, and we see a lot of this in aesthetic customization. So people choosing their designs and choosing their colors. And we cater for that. Each product is made unique, and our, our customers can select from a whole range of colors and designs on, on our product. Um, but we're also seeing customers demanding more customization from their footwear from a functional perspective. Now, for a lot of shoe brands, this is just in terms of choosing the width or choosing the size. And we're really taking that to an extreme by offering people something in. Entirely unique and made to them but brands are becoming much more aware of this and so we're we're seeing real innovations in you know the the width and variety and the shape and the fit of of shoes that, that brands are offering and we're also seeing some innovations in uh, how how people choose their footwear so various retail scanning um, technologies and also app or mobile scanning technologies that people can use to to size and fit their feet into the into the best kind of products now obviously we use that data to the to its full extent by making a completely unique products we're also seeing a lot of technology and innovation coming in the manufacturing techniques around shoes so there are a number of brands who are uh, using 3d printing to create these very unique designs for their footwear and at the moment it's it's we see it as very much a missed opportunity because people are using 3D printing to create these very elaborate, unique design statements in their footwear. But they're really missing the the greatest opportunity with 3D printing, which is to make each product custom and unique to each person. And so using our technology, which is able to capture people's foot data, mechanically optimize it to the shape of their foot, and then create a custom product from that. We're very unique in what we're doing there. And we're working now with a number of brands to make the most of their you know, their custom footwear offerings uh, to be able to take that functional customization and combine it with their 3d printing to to introduce it so we see a lot of interesting development and not everything is quite coming together yet and really we're trying to be the glue that can link up the demand for customization scanning and 3d printing to to make the most of all of those technologies and deliver custom fit products to people
1: I would love to share that as part of our business you know we we follow and play with a lot of these different customization offers across the market you know whether it's ice cream or cosmetics or apparel or footwear and it's actually a really fun time to be innovating in these spaces because there are different facets to this you know you can you can customize or personalize the way that uh, consumers discover products Uh, you can customize the way that those products are designed uh, aesthetically you know colors, uh, materials, et cetera. And we see some really amazing solutions in the market for that for, for a number of years. And you can then ultimately customize the way things are made. And so that's when your product is a digital good, those are the capabilities Chris is referring to whether it's 3D printing or digital knit. But We've come to really believe that the, the most amazing customer experiences and the stickiest products are going to come from combining all three, right? You have a direct relationship with the with the consumer, and you're using that relationship to customize their discovery, customize their design, and customize how it's made. And that's where we've seen the biggest breakthroughs.